the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This hour of Always Right Radio is brought to you by Keeping Medicare Simple and The Floor King. You and I know and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Bridge have thrown down their guns and refused to fire the shot heard round the world? The martyrs of history were not fools. And our honored dead, who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis, didn't die in vain. Where then is the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. This is Always Right Radio with Bob Frantz on AM 1420, The Answer. Nine minutes after 11 o'clock. Hour number three is underway on this Monday, the 24th Monday, or uh, 24th morning, rather, of the 10th month of the year of our Lord, 2022. Appreciate you being with us. Phone lines are open uh, the rest of the way at 216-901-0945. You know, when I started here on uh, WHK in January of 2015, so this is uh, year seven going on year eight, um, I was... I, I, I kind of came in and I said, this show is going to be a little bit of everything. It's going to be a little bit of politics, a little bit of news, a little bit of sports, and just a little bit of everything. Because I have a background in sports radio. I quickly um, discarded that idea <laughs> uh, because things got to be so serious and things got to be literally life and death for this country in very, very short order. This is in the last uh, two years of the Obama administration. And, of course, right before President Trump won. And um, I quickly abandoned the idea of spending any segments on sports. I'm going to spend all of my sense on the elections, on the uh, culture of this country, the uh, the great political divide, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, things that we do on a daily basis here. But it's uh, interesting because... Um, I still belong to a couple of sports groups that I follow on uh, on Facebook, and uh, one of them is a is a Browns centric kind of group. And I I just, I've been just watching and chuckling and laughing at the the chuckleheads that uh, that 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 think that there is some grand conspiracy to ruin the lives of Cleveland sports fans, and everybody's in on it, you know. Commissioner of Major League Baseball's on it. That's why they didn't let the Indians and Yankees play that game, uh, game five, and they called it rained out, and they pushed it back a day. It's to help the Yankees pitching staff because nobody wants the Indians to win. Well, now the latest is uh, every single time there's a bad call in a Browns game, it's the NFL is rigged. 
It's rigged. Nobody wants Cleveland sports fans to have any satisfaction in their lives. It's a great big grand conspiracy. The NFL's rigs, it's fixed. Everybody's in on it. The commissioner, the announcers, the referees, the game clock manager. They're all in on this together to deprive us of that which is rightfully ours. Victories and playoff appearances and a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Nobody wants Cleveland to get there. That would be terrible for the NFL. People, I did. there's a grip that needs to be gotten here, people. I, I just got done responding to Jonathan Broadbent. Jonathan, of course, is uh, uh, on the board with Protect Ohio Children. He's a wonderful, wonderful advocate for kids and uh, in the fight against all of the indoctrination and everything that's going on in our schools. But um, I, I posted, I posted this on Facebook yesterday. The NFL is so biased against the fill-in-your-team here. They'd never make that call on fill-in-your-team's opponent and rival here. The commissioner and the announcers just hate fill-in-your-city here. Why do those calls always go against the fill-in-your-team name here? This is BS. They will never let the fill-in-your-team here win a game against the fill-in-large-market opponent here because of ratings. And I'm trying to make people understand. You're not unique. We've got problems in the city of Cleveland and in Northeast Ohio because of political leaders. We've got problems because of crime. We've got problems because of poverty. We've got problems of all sorts in Northeast Ohio. A grand conspiracy against the Cleveland Browns fan on the part of the National Football League, all of the NFL networks, CBS, Fox, NBC, ESPN, anybody that carries the games, the officials, the NFL officiating association, clock managers everywhere. A grand conspiracy to keep the Browns down is not one of them. And and Jonathan Broadbent, obviously, I was pointing out that this is happening all over the country. That's why I feel in, they're doing the same thing in, in Las Vegas. They're doing the same thing in San Francisco. They're doing the same thing in, in Baltimore. And any time you lose, and especially if there's a bad call, it's the NFL hates us. And it's so tiresome. You know what it is? It's Democrat mentality. It's victim mentality. We are always the victims. Everybody is out to get us. It's systemic oppression is what it is. The Cleveland Browns fans are systemically oppressed by a systemically oppressive nation that wants to keep Browns fans down. The Browns are never going to get a fair shake. I mean, it's just so frustrating. And Jonathan Broadbent commented, go ahead, Bob, you can go ahead and just say Browns. And my point was, it's not just Browns. It's everywhere, but everybody in each one of those cities thinks it's exclusive to them. And, And here's what I just wrote back to Jonathan during the break. I think it's hilarious that people think the NFL would not want the Cleveland Browns, winners of multiple NFL championships in the pre-Super Bowl era, to finally make their first Super Bowl. It would be a story for the decades. And the ratings would be astronomical. But our fans think the NFL is somehow out to stop that from happening. 
as if this would hurt the NFL to have a story like the worst franchise in team sports since they came back in 1999 to rise up and finally win a Super Bowl or make it to a Super Bowl for the first time in franchise history. Harkening back to the days of Otto Graham and Jim Brown and Marion Motley and Lou Groza. Harkening back to those wonderful NFL championship teams in the 1950s and 60s. It would be enormous. It would be like the Chicago Cubs winning a World Series for the first time since 1908. Do you remember when that happened? Yeah, of course you do. It was in 2016. Who did it happen against? The team that hadn't won a World Series since 1918, (laughs) the Cleveland Indians. Um, It would be a massive story, and somehow the Browns think the NFL is conspiring to keep them down forever. No matter what it would do for ratings, no matter what it would do for the stories, oh my goodness. The, The... the sports mentality in our town, and I'm so glad I don't do sports radio on a, on a regular basis anymore, but the sports mentality in our town is very, very liberal-like. It's very, very Democrat. They're always out to keep us down. Victimization. Identity politics. If you're a Browns fan, the government wants to get you. If you're a Browns fan, they just want to make you miserable for the rest of your life. The commissioner can't stand Cleveland. Why? What did Cleveland Cleveland ever do to Roger Goodell? Nothing, but he hates him. The officials are always going to root for and always going to make bad calls in favor of the Steelers, the Ravens, the Bengals, um, the Giants, the Dolphins, anybody playing Cleveland because they have a particular hatred for Cleveland. No, you just have a particular Democrat brain. You have a Democrat mindset. And if you're a conservative who thinks that the world is out to get you because you root for the Browns, uh, then I question your true conservative principles, because it's not that way. People get a grip. All right, with that, we'll go to the phones, 216-901-0945 and 888-281-1110. Navy man Norm is in Strongsville. Norm, good morning, sir. What's on your mind? My mind is <clears throat> I can understand why you don't report sports anymore, because uh, it's a joke. It's a joke, because you have multimillionaire ingrates who could give a damn less about our country, about our veterans, about anything except themselves. So three years ago, I turned them off. I turned off the radio, I turned off the TV, and I have been living happily ever since. But what I wanted to talk about was why the Democrats keep winning elections, Bob. And it's simply this. No matter what, they hang together on everything. You could run Satan, and they wouldn't care. They would be... holding rallies for uh, Lucifer, left and right, but they all stick together. And this is why it upsets me when I hear people saying, well, I'm not going to vote for this guy or this woman uh, because um, they defeated my candidate. Uh, You know, for example, uh, Josh Mandel. I worked my butt off with Josh, and and he did. uh, And nobody was more disappointed when Trump came in and injected it interjected himself or injected himself in the fray by recommending Vance. But you know what? On November 8th, my wife and I are voting for J.D. Vance. I am not going to let that four-flushing, lying Tim Ryan get anywhere near the Senate seat if I can help it. I've gone out putting signs up. I've gone out with neighbors, sending emails and whatever. We basically have to wake up to the fact that unless we emulate the Democrats' propensity to vote every Democrat, no matter what their background, except conservatives. I don't think the Democrats will vote for a conservative pro-life Democrat. But regardless, 
we have to unite. We have to stand tall, and we have to basically, you know, <laughs> suck it up. Because we lost the state of Georgia and two Senate seats because of Trump and the governor of Georgia, excuse me, peeing and mourning back and forth about uh, who should have done this or who should have done that. And it cost us two Senate seats. you got two rumdum Democrats uh, in Georgia now representing this state. And that should be less than enough to all of us. We have to get out and vote for J.D. Vance, and we have to make sure that he keeps Portman seat. I cannot believe, I just cannot believe, that the polls say that 45%, it's a dead heat, and 45% of the people are for Ryan. Those people have to be insane. They have to be out of their minds. You've got this political hack and slug who for 20 years has done absolutely nothing except uh, increase his, uh, shall we say, pension and gorge himself at the public trough at our expense. I can't believe it. I can't believe Ohioans would be that stupid. But be that as it may, Bob, we got to get our people out. Uh, Apathy and indifference will kill us. Well, you know what? Um, I completely concur, and I don't think that apathy, Norm, and thank you for the call, my friend, I don't think apathy and indifference are widespread in this cycle. I don't. Uh, and I'm not suggesting that it's an automatic, but like I said, when when it was brought up on on uh, Saturday night in Independence at the IX Center, or I'm sorry, not the Independence, at the IX Center, rather, uh, we're in Independence, uh, when it was brought up uh, about the Democrats uh, soliciting uh, people to, you know, pay people to go out there and rally votes for them and so forth, I asked the crowd how many people here would be willing to do that for free, and everyone applauded. We're not indifferent. And and I, what I told those people, too, when I asked the, the crowd, if you missed the description this morning, I asked the audience uh, on Saturday night how many people were advanced supporters at the start in the primaries, and about, I don't know, a third or a fourth of the hands went up. I said, how many support him now? And every hand went up. And then I said, how many people know others, though, who are conservative, who aren't in Vance's uh, uh, camp here, and who aren't excited to go vote for him? And about half of the hands went up. And I said, you need to go talk to those people. These people need to understand everything that Navy Man Norm just said. And I said, how many people are willing to go out there and share this information with them without being paid $250? And again, every hand went up and applause uh, erupted. People are willing to go out there and explain to people the importance of not voting in this election, in the, in the Senate part of the election, or, um, you know, voting, uh, you know, uh, for, for Tim Ryan. You need to understand the ramifications. They are everlasting. That word is chosen intentionally. The ramifications will be everlasting. We will not be able to overturn anything if they get 52 votes in the Senate, and Tim Ryan is one of them, and they vote to abolish the filibuster and do every single damaging thing they can to make sure they never lose another vote in their lives. We will be forever damaged. It's that important. That important. And I think that apathy and what did he say? What did Norm say? Apathy and uh, indifference, I think. Apathy and, and indifference are out the door. I do not think it's widespread. I think more and more people are energized and excited and ready to not only vote for themselves, but to tell other people how to vote and make sure that we stop that from happening. I think there is a movement afoot that is going to be very, very uh, large and very, very apparent to the Democrats come November 8th. Norm, thank you, my friend. TJ's in Cleveland next. Hi, TJ, go ahead. Good morning, Bob. 
Good morning. Yeah, you know, uh, when you were talking about the Democrats getting paid two hundred and fifty dollars to go out and spread the word and yeah. drum up votes. Well, you know, Bob, I do it for free. I mean, I call your show often, and with the hopes I might change your mind here or there. I yeah. do it in my neighborhood. I even do it in my church. Uh, two weeks ago, I got into a heated debate with a very liberal nun after mass, and I just told her, I says, you know, on Judgment Day, sister. You know, when you're standing in front of the Lord, and he says, well, well, what did you do to protect my innocent little lambs? And you're going to say, well, I, I was against abortion. And I says, how are you going to spin your way out of this one when he looks at you and he says, well, you voted for people, and you gave people the power to do abortions. I says, you can do your spinning here. I says, but you're not going to get away with it there. But the point I'm trying to make is I will freely do this. I have no problem with it. But if someone was to come up to me and say, you know, TJ, just keep doing what you're doing, but we're going to give you $250 a week, I wouldn't turn it down. No, heck no. Heck no. I get it. You know what? But but the, the thing, the point that I was trying to make, TJ, and thank you for the call, buddy, is that we don't need that. Would anybody turn down $250? Of course not. But I don't know. Now, maybe they're out there. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just completely unaware because I haven't received a text message like the Democrats are receiving that say, hey, progressive something Ohio is paying $250 to Democrats just like you to go out there, uh, 250 a week, to go out there and rally votes for Democrats. Maybe that is happening by some conservative group sending out messages, and I just haven't gotten one. But I don't know about that. I don't know if they're out there. And I believe that the, the desire to save and restore this country to what it was before they got full control two years ago and have made just a complete mess of things, I think the desire here will have people out there, uh, not only are they willing to do it for free, they would pay their own gas money to get out there and do it. They would volunteer their time and even volunteer some of their resources if it means winning our country back because it's that important to us. It is about the country, not about our bank accounts, not about our wallets, not about $250 in spending cash every week. I think Republicans are motivated by the right things. Democrats have to be bought with money. And I think that's the difference between us. 1025, or excuse me, 1125, right back. Eleven twenty-seven. Derek is in Richfield, now live on AM 1420, The Answer. Good morning, Derek. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning, Bob. Yeah, my wife and I were also at the IX Center Saturday, and have to say, Peter Kurzenau was on fire that night. Yes, he was. And um, so you know, just my question today. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know that much about Pat Dewine, other than I mean, he's Mike Dewine's son, correct? Oh, you the uh, Supreme Court Justice Pat Dewine? Yes. Uh, I I don't know if he is or not. Actually, I've never actually even thought about that. I just know what he is oh. as a jurist, and I like him, and I like Pat uh, 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 Fisher as well. Okay. Okay. No, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I heard that. I mean that I mean they're related. I thought I think that's his son. Yeah. Um, it, so yeah. You know what? I believe it is. I just I, I didn't really make the connection. Whenever I hear the name Dewan, I should. But I believe he is his son. You're right about that. Like I said, I, when I've been throwing all of the names together, Sharon Kennedy, Pat Fisher, and Pat Dewine, that's that's just all about the Supreme Court. We need all of them. But I have not made the. Uh, I've not I've not linked the two together, but yes, that that, that is his son. I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure of that. I just like I said, I never consider the two in the same uh, the, the same breath. Okay. Um. I mean, no. So then, I mean, that's you know, I was just uh, just wondering if I mean, if that's his, you know, if Mike Twine is his dad. Um. You know, obviously not voting for Mike Twine anymore. Um. Disappointment yeah. there. Uh, 
but I guess could we? Well, I have a lot more. I have a lot more respect for the son than I do the dad. I can tell you that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pat, Pat, Pat DeWine, as, as a, a Supreme Court justice, he has been an associate, associate justice of the Ohio Supreme Court. He has been a rely. He was on the right side of the entire months long debacle when it came to redrawing the districts. Uh, that the, the, uh, uh, Maureen O'Connor continued, continued to side with the liberals on in order to, uh, to hurt the Republicans. So, uh, Pat, Pat DeWine, I have, I've just been praising, uh, as a jurist, uh, on the Ohio Supreme Court, uh, I like I said, I have been very, very reticent to even link him to his dad. And you're right; it is his dad because I have just no respect whatsoever for, uh, for, for Mike. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I guess a little more reassuring. I guess I don't know. Yeah, just thinking. Well, you know, is he going to be influenced by his dad at all? But um, yeah, if his well, record... I, I don't think he is. You know, but the people who should be influenced by him would be the people who are appointed by him. That's why I was so mad about Mike DeWine not saying anything um, uh, before the vote on the um, uh, by the Ohio Board of Education on the the resolution by by Brendan Shea about Title IX. You know, he appointed nine members of that board. And he very well could have said, this is what I believe and this is what I support, kind of, you know, hint, hinting to them, uh, we need to approve this resolution and we need to make sure that we don't make changes that are going to harm Ohio school children uh, by forcing boys and girls into the same locker rooms, shower rooms, et cetera, where very dangerous things can happen. Mike DeWine could have an influence over the people he appoints, but over his son on the Supreme Court, probably not. So far, so from what I've been able to observe uh, from Pat DeWine, like I said, he has earned his spot on this court and a re-election to that court uh, based on his own merits and having nothing to do with his father. Uh, and uh, do, do I have time for one more quick? Uh, more yeah, quick yeah real, real quick, real quick. Okay, sorry, um, so, you know, I said, you know, I drive around, I see all the campaign signs. Whenever I see a, a judge you know, for a different judge in a different county or different area, why is it that I will, I'll never see one that will say Republican for the judge, but I do see them for Democrats. I thought they were supposed to be bi- bi- un- unbiased, impartial. There are not, yeah, there are, some judicial races are nonpartisan, and they are not supposed hmm. to be recognized by their affiliation now. For example, the, in the Ohio Supreme Court, however, uh, we all know uh, that uh, uh, that Sharon Kennedy and Mike, uh, Pat DeWine and, uh, and Pat Fisher are Republicans. So, hmm. uh, But in some of the some other judicial races, county races, uh, um, uh, for uh, um Gosh, why can I not think of the seats I want to say uh, right now? But for certain for certain seats on certain benches, they are nonpartisan. And you, if if you have any question as to what party they are, I recommend you go to Ballotpedia and you go to Ohio judicial races. You will see some of them identified by their parties, some of them nonpartisan races. But you can then look and see what primaries they were in, and then you'll know who the Republican and who the Democrat is. So that's a way to do it. Um, you know, I, I couldn't list them all right now for all of the counties in uh, in our listening area. But I will tell everybody, Ballotpedia is your friend. You go to Ballotpedia, and then you look for judicial races in Ohio, and you will see all of them and which primaries, primaries they were in. And then when they're in the general, which may be not Partisan, you won't see the Republican or Democrat after their names, but you will know from the primaries. That's the best way to tell. Well, thank you very much. Okay. I hope you have a good rest you, of your day. You Bob. got it. Thank you, Derek. Appreciate the phone call. God bless. Uh, Eleven thirty-two. Yep. Right back after the news. I can see her looking fast in her faded jeans. The biggest ally of our free people is. The truth. Because the truth often poses a threat to power. Always right with Bob France. Truth is the most important value we have. On AM 1420, the answer. Okay, 11.35. So I want to dive a little bit more into this uh, last question because I feel like my answer was subpar. And the reason why is it is very confusing. 
I told you about Ballopedia, for example. <clears throat> Ballopedia uh, lists all of the judicial, virtually every race, and uh, tells you who the candidates are, what their positions are, tells you what the issues are on issues one and two, for example, which, by the way, again, we didn't spend a ton of time on this on Saturday night, a ton of time on this at the uh, Battleground Talker store at the IX Center, but issues one and two you must pass. Tell everyone you know to vote yes on issue one to keep Ohio citizens and witnesses safe, and number two to make sure that only citizens can vote in Ohio elections. That would be issue number two. Make sure you vote yes on both those. Anyway, Ballopedia has all of these things listed out here, and as an example, this is what I was trying to talk to the caller about. On the Supreme Court general election for the uh, Ohio Supreme Court page, you will see the R and the D. Like right now, I'm looking at Pat DeWine. Uh, candidate Pat DeWine, it says, has an R after his name, and Marilyn Zayas has a D. Then you look down in the Democratic Party election, sure enough, Marilyn Zayas, who was unopposed in the Democrats, Pat DeWine, who was unopposed for the Republicans, got 100% of the votes in their primaries. Obviously, DeWine got a lot more because it's a, it was a heavy Republican uh, primary. But the, the R and the D are listed. In the race, for example, for, I just pulled one up, for general election for the Cuyahoga County Court of Common Pleas, um, this race is between Maureen Clancy and Gina Crawford, and it is listed as nonpartisan. You will not have an R or a D after those names, at least as of this moment. You do not have an R or a D after those names. But when you look down further, and this is what I tr- advised um, Derek in Richfield to do, you can see how they came out of their primaries. And indeed, in the Democratic primary election, that was Maureen Clancy. And in the Republican primary election, that was Gina Crawford. So they actually have to run in their party's primary, but then when they come up for the general election, it's considered, quote, nonpartisan. So if you go in to vote uh, early or on November 8th, and you look at a judicial race and you try to decide which judge a judicial candidate to vote for by the R or the D, you may be disappointed to find no R or no D. You know, how do I know which one to do? And then you leave those blank. A lot of people do that. My advice, go to Ballotpedia. It's just like it sounds. Ballotpedia. Can't really misspell that. It's all together as one word. Ballotpedia.org. And you can look up all of these races. Like I said, Ohio judicial races, uh, Supreme Court races, obviously all of the uh, legislative races and so forth are there as well. So that's the only thing I can tell you. If you're not sure because it's a nonpartisan race who they are and who the DR, go to Ballopedia, look up their primaries, and you'll see which one they ran in, and then you'll know which one is which. So that's really the best uh, answer I can give. I didn't, I didn't feel it was a very complete answer the first time that I went through it. I want to go back in the last couple of minutes that we have here to um, – one of the earlier topics we discussed involving the CDC and the mandatory, uh, their vote to make mandatory COVID-19 shots for children um, along with their regular vaccine schedule, the MMR and, and other you know vaccines that are currently given. They're trying to make it mandatory. Now, the CDC doesn't have mandating power, as I talked about, but um, uh, they can recommend to the federal government, to the president, this is what they want to have done. The president and the uh, uh, Congress and the distribution of funds can make a decision to not send money <clears throat> to states that don't go along with their recommendations. Federal funds can be withheld, and thus uh, states can be forced or coerced into going along with this. And I just want to follow up on that <clears throat> with this. Because I find it simply astounding that Joe Biden can continue to push these non-vaccine shots 
on people as if they provide immunity from infection. Just yesterday, I posted this on Facebook and on Truth Social. The latest tweet from Joe Biden's Twitter account. Now, I know Joe Biden doesn't operate his own Twitter account because Joe Biden can't stay awake long enough to tap something out on his phone. He literally fell asleep during a live on-air television interview. I don't know if you saw that. So his staff and maybe even interns are the ones who tweet these things for him, but it's, of course, with White House approval. And the Biden Twitter account yesterday sent this one out. Quote, Holidays are around the corner, so protect yourself and the ones you love from COVID-19. Everyone aged five and older should get their updated vaccine. Don't wait. Head to vaccines.gov. Now, when you read that, He doesn't say, lessen the symptoms of any colds or illnesses you may get during this winter season. Get your vaccines. He said, protect yourself and the ones you love from COVID-19. That suggests that if you get the shot, you will protect the ones you love, meaning you can't spread it and you can't get it. Protect yourself and the ones you love from COVID-19. I actually had a, a, a Facebook friend question that. And say, well, Bob, is he saying that, you know, people should get their shots because it will lessen the symptoms? Or is he saying, and I'm, let me read it, Bob, are they saying it's a vaccine or that it helps lessen the effects of the virus? Because from what you wrote, I would think it's a vaccine. But from what I remember, they never said you wouldn't get it, just that it wouldn't be so bad. And my all due respect to my friend Ron on, the, on Facebook, um, you couldn't be more wrong. They have said time and time and time again that if you get this shot, you will not get COVID. You will be inoculated. You will not be infected by COVID if you get this shot, which is why I put this little compilation together shortly after Biden got COVID, after getting four different shots, two originals and two boosters. I wanted everybody to know this. Got 18 different mute buttons here, and each one of them is annoying as heck. Hold on. President Biden has tested positive for COVID-19. As we well know, it's been reported he's fully vaccinated. He's been twice boosted. You're okay. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. He's fully vaccinated. You're okay. Twice boosted. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. President Biden has tested positive for COVID-19. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. He's fully vaccinated. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. He's been twice boosted. There's no excuse, no excuse for anyone being unvaccinated. He's fully vaccinated. This continues to be a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Twice boosted. Essentially, vaccines block you from getting and giving um, the virus. Positive for COVID-19. Pandemic of the unvaccinated. He's fully vaccinated. You're okay. Twice boosted. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. He's fully vaccinated. There's no excuse. Twice boosted. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. Positive for COVID-19. You're okay. You're not going to... You're not going to get COVID. He's fully vaccinated. You want to be a dead end to the virus. Twice boosted. So when the virus gets to you, 
You stop it. Biden has tested positive. The virus stops. For COVID-19. Vaccinated people don't get sick. Fully vaccinated. They are not going to get infected. Twice. Vaccines block you from getting. Boosted. And giving um, the virus. We're okay. 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 Twice boosted. So I put that together. And I posted it on all over my social media pages and everywhere else I could so that you know. They lied to you for over two years telling you if you get the shot, you won't get infected. If you get the shot, you won't get sick. If you get the shot, you can't spread it to anybody else. They lied to you then and now that he said the pandemic is over. Remember the interview on uh, uh, 60 Minutes? He's still tweeting. Get the shots to protect yourself and the ones you love from getting infected with COVID-19. He's a liar. They're all liars. Do not trust them. One single iota. And that's why we must win back the majority on November 8th. Thanks, everyone, for being a part of the show. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.